You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Exciting news. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who have been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com, and then definitely follow them on Instagram for all the information that you need, because I'm sure that's where you follow us as well, at oklahomahof. Let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode down in Oklahoma City today with Stephen Vacconi. Um, mate, thanks for reaching out and coming on the podcast. I'm really excited and I'm glad. Like, some people say to me, like, do people reach out for the podcast and all the rest of it? And I think as Oklahomans, we're kind of humble and we don't want to reach out but I'm glad you did because I assume there's going to be some amazing stories that come from this (laughs) Uh, so thanks for having me down at the house and uh, you know looking forward to sharing some stories Um, I guess let's start with the last name Vaconi (laughs) right there's not many people in Oklahoma with a name like Vaconi is there yeah I always tell people uh, let me know if you find one because (laughs) (laughs) they're probably related to me and I've just never met them before and long lost kind of thing but uh, yeah it's Hungarian yeah Uh, I mean slim uh, so yeah, um, yeah. A lot of my family immigrated from from Hungary, and uh, and yeah. So yeah. I've got a really spread out family. Have you done the whole family tree thing and looked back and seen where people are from? The whole spit in the tube oh, kind yeah, of ancestry thing. Yeah, my mom's from. super into that. Yeah, yeah so she's she's done it for person. all of us, but I haven't really taken the time to yeah. you know digest it all. Yeah. So. <laughs> so so coming, I guess you were born and raised in Oklahoma then, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I was. So. My uh, parents split when I was very young. I was born in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was in the military, and I moved to Oklahoma because that's where you know her mom, my mom's mom, lived yeah. at the time. So I grew up in Ada, Oklahoma. Went to uh, high school in Bing, uh, right outside of Ada, uh-huh. um, just like the search engine. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that that is famous because this nobody does. No one uses Bing. They? Exactly. I don't know anyone that active, actively uses Bing, unfortunately. No, no, it's definitely not the, yeah. the to go to. Yeah. So growing up out there, small town, mm-hmm. small high school, yeah. uh, a lot of classmates then went to OSU. I was the only one in my class, actually. Really? So we were the smallest 4A school in the state, mm-hmm. um, had no football, anything like that. Um, I was the only one that went to Oklahoma State in my graduating class of 84. Yeah. A lot of students went to ECU, East Central University, which is in Ada. Right, in Ada, yeah. Um, and, and went that route, yeah. They were in our conference, ECU Tigers, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I went to Southern Nazarene. They were in our conference. Okay. Um, they had, yeah, they did very, at, at the time I was there, they had a really good girls golf team. The men's wasn't very good, but the girls was really good. Um, so that's the only reason I know of you know, ECU and stuff like that. Um, so in high school then, were you like, you know, big involved in sports and, and stuff like that or not? Or were you, were you the mascot in high school? No, not really. Okay. Um, I wasn't involved in sports. Um, I always tell people that the, 
the most competitive sport that I can participate in is ping pong. And that wasn't really, <laughs> it wasn't really a high school, you know, activity. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's in the Olympics. It should it's be. It's competitive yeah. though. We had a, we had a table in my, my freshman year, we had a table in our dorm room. And I mean, we stayed up as long as possible to play games. Oh, if it was you in your lose. dorm room, I mean, it was yeah. probably taking up the whole thing. You probably had to have the beds that fold down from oh, the yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It took up the entire side that we had like a four plaque. So we're like two bedroom or oh, bedroom either side. Uh, and then like a room in the middle, kind of like what we're in now. And it took up the entire living room. Yeah. And we loved it. You know, yeah. it was, we didn't, didn't need TV or anything. It was ping pong or nothing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm terrible at ping pong, but I got to a point <laughs> where I could actually kind of compete a little bit. Right. Um, Put a little spin on it. Yeah, yeah, tiny. My forehand's terrible, but the backhand was pretty good, which I don't understand why. Uh, anyway, that was, yeah, I do. I haven't touched a table since I graduated, so I'd be terrible <laughs> right now. Um, but so you were pretty competitive at, at ping pong, but what were you... When you went to OSU, what were, yeah. you, were you going to just study and, yeah, I want to go to OSU? Because Man, to be honest, you know, I grew up an OU fan, which is, you know, pretty ironic. Yeah. Um, but I was involved with FFA uh, mm-hmm. in high school, um, agricultural organization, and OSU, you know, is the, the school for that in yeah. the state. Um, so I ended up running for state FFA office my senior year and, and did that in college my freshman and sophomore year. And, uh, you know, if you're a state officer, you get OSU and that's, you know, just kind of the understood. So OSU was really the first college that I ever, uh, stepped foot on Mm -hmm. and really fell in love with the fact that one, everybody was super nice. Um, and two, the, the school made the town, you know, it's it's a little, you know, the college feel was there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely over like. And I know, obviously, I've had people on the podcast and, and uh, from Norman and OU fans and uh, right. been to OU. But when you, there's nothing like st- being in Stillwater because you're right. It, the entire yeah. college is the town. Mm-hmm. It's not like Norman where there's other life going on around it to the extent right. that there is in Norman. Whereas in Stillwater, like I'm sure do, during COVID, the place is still a ghost town. Now, oh yeah, in the right? summer I was there two summers out of my, you know seven years in college i got my master's so yeah. it wasn't like seven years of undergrad <laughs> you're not a van wilder right <laughs> no, not at all but yeah. um yeah it was definitely obvious whenever it was summer because it was you know half the population was gone so, yeah 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 that must have been that's that's one thing that that me coming from this coming from the uk that i that I think I definitely would have loved. If I go back and I go to school again, yeah. then I would totally go to a state school and I'd try and walk on the golf team yeah. rather than like, and I, I mean, I, hindsight would be great to do that and I would have loved to have had the money to do that. Right. But being here now, knowing what it would have been like from friends and talking, you know, listening to people who went to OSU or OU, like going to a big school like that must have been, yeah. you know, it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. um, so you're involved in FFA, you kind of go to Stillwater because it's comfortable, it's, it's normal to you, like you mm-hmm. feel at home there. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know, even though it's quite far away from, from Ada, it's still like it's home and similar colors as well, which is a nice yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, a little bit similar to yeah. ECU. Um, yeah. So you're at Stillwater. When when do you think you know what? I go to a game and I want to be Pistol Pete. Well, to be honest, it wasn't even at a game. Okay. I uh, so my sophomore year, um, I was serving as state FFA president at the time, and every year at state convention here in Oklahoma City, 
the state president gives a retiring address mm-hmm. and it's always a competition kind of with the the former state presidents on who can have the best entrance to their retiring address okay uh, so there's been years when um, a state president has come in on a horse or um, on a tractor or whatever and I was like you know what I'm gonna do something totally out of left field and I'm gonna come in with pistol Pete yeah and He's going to shoot the shotgun off, do the OSU chant. Um, and I'm going to tell the story of Frank Eaton, who Pistol Pete's based off of, mm-hmm. and relate it to how telling your story can impact other people, which um, at the time I thought this was a guy that wasn't in college. It was someone that OSU had just put on contract and he was just doing it. But I found out and met the the guy that was Pistol Pete at the time and um realized it was a college student just like me. So I was like, Hey, like, why not right. try this and, and see what it's about? You know? Yeah. So how did that entrance go? I had a lot of people tell me that they peed their pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you're inside the Cox convention center. It's yeah. not out in the open like Boone Pickens right. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's one of the last sessions of the day for state convention. Yeah. You've got, FFA members that are super exhausted, been busy all day, and some of them are sleeping in their in their chairs, and to hear a shotgun go off inside go through the conversation. Oh, yeah, I, I had a lot of people tell me they peed their pants. Do we have it on video? <laughs> there was a YouTube video of the whole retiring address a couple of years ago, and I I looked for it not too long ago, and I think yeah. it got taken down or something. I, I don't know. We we'll have to find that somewhere. Got, got to find it in the yeah. archives. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. So from that moment, you you know you meet the pistol current pistol Pete, and and he's like, hey, like I'm retiring soon. Like, can I need I need to hand? How does that process go? You don't yeah. just say, hey, I want the job. Like, is I'm sure there's like a there has to be a, an audition for it. Surely, yeah, there is every year. So there's two pistol Pete's that okay um, serve as as Pete for OSU each year. Typically, the way it works is uh, one of them is uh, older than the other. So one, they normally do it for two years. Okay. Um, so one's going out, one's coming in. Gotcha. Um, at the time, uh, Landon was his name. He's from Holdenville, um, was going out. And I had started going to events with him and, mm-hmm. and just saw what Pete was like outside of the football games and the basketball games and things like that. And yeah. I really started going to, you know, children's hospitals with him and seeing that kind of side of it and how special those like one-on-one interactions are. So, yeah. um, process is, is pretty intimidating. Uh, guys that used to be pistol Pete 25, 30 years ago were the judges and you sit down in front of them and, you know, run through, you know, what, um, makes you want to try out for Pete, um, they put the head on you and see if you've got the walk and that kind of thing. The swagger and, and all the rest oh, of it. Oh, the yeah. certain swagger that Frank Eaton had when he was, you know, the actual living mascot uh, for the university. And they picked the guys that night uh, and they start doing events two, three days later. Yeah. Yeah. Throw you right in the deep Oh, end. right, right in the lion's den. It's yeah. like the, the head's so tall. I remember my first appearance walking through my first doorway. You have to kind of squat with the head on. And I remember hitting the top of that doorway and about falling back <laughs> on my back. Oh my gosh. It was, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. Were you kind of, cause it takes a certain type of person to have the ability to do that, right? Like, were you kind of really naturally outgoing that wanted to do that? Or was it easier to kind of put the head on and not have a, 
I kind of have a not people see you right yeah like, it's like I mean the Batman mask or whatever but like people don't know it's you do they I assume well so a lot of colleges that's definitely the case yeah. you go to schools like Auburn um, and if anyone finds out who Abby is uh, they have their scholarship taken away so it's okay. a lot more secretive in schools like that where yeah. with Pistol Pete you know you've got um, a 45 pound head in a, in a bag and you're walking with these bright orange boots on and it's kind of yeah. like put two and two together and uh, so it's not as secretive okay. at, uh, at OSU specifically um, but you know, it, it took me three years to, to, to get Pistol Pete, and I tried out three times. Really? So I had, yeah. I had sat in front of those judges a okay. lot. yeah. And, you know, at the time, I, I, you know, look back, and I think that the timing, it was, you know, it happened for that reason, yeah. you know. And um, I continued to go to events with the guys that were getting Pete and just kind of seeing that and just, you know, I just was really passionate about yeah. about that and serving the school in that way specifically. Yeah, it must be really cool to be, and you know, like speaking previously, like obviously Elise was on the podcast and she wrote Bullet and just having that icon, iconic position and, and you as well being, being Pete, like just what that means to every OSU fan, regardless yeah. if you're, you're a, you know, an alumni or a student at Stillwater, but like you mentioned, going to kids' events or going to weddings or oh. showing up or whatever yeah. it is, right? There's so many occasions other than yeah. basketball games, baseball games, football games that, that everyone sees yeah. to be that. So that's obviously, I mean, to go back and try out three times, that you clearly were passionate about it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, we do a lot of things outside of, you know, sporting events and, you know, to go to the weddings. I mean, I think in the two years that I was doing Pete, I probably attended 200 weddings. Yeah. Just alumni getting married. And, you know, everybody has that certain connection to Pete. Mm -hmm. And you go to a school like OSU where the mascot is the, the most recognizable logo that yeah. that school has, you know. Mm -hmm. um, other schools, it might be the letters or, or whatever it is for them. But OSU, it's Pete, the mascot, is the yeah. primary logo, which makes it super cool. Yeah. Um, so everybody has that story of their OSU kind of journey, and they, the fact that they want Pete at those big events in their lives was so cool because, yeah. you know, being part of the some of the hardest days in people's lives, like the children's hospital mm -hmm. visits, and you know, as crazy as it sounds, a couple of funerals um, that I've known a couple of the Pete's to do over the past few years. Um, but also being part of those great days, like the weddings mm. and the kids' birthdays, and it was yeah. super cool. Do people just reach out to the to the university to get that stuff? Then it, I assume there's this has got to be just an email that you apply for. Yeah, or it's, it's a simple yeah. form. You know, you fill it out, reason for request, things yeah. like that, and we get it forwarded to us from our boss Becky, um, who's in charge of Pete's and Palm. Okay, uh, Becky's super awesome. She was like a mom to all, she's like a mom to all the yeah. Pete's, um, and you know, we go to those events. Um, on average, about 700 events split in two is, you know, we've each got about that. Multiple uh, a day over the weekends, though. Oh, over the weekends, it's packed. Yeah. You know, there were times when I would drive to, you know, three different weddings in three different towns in, in a Saturday night. Yeah. You know, and just doing that, that like, drive and being on the road for a lot of time, um, having to tell my friends no to a lot of, you know, things. And, but at the end of the day, you know, it was so worth it. You yeah. Know, just being able to be in that experience. Oh, I bet there's so many amazing things like that. Um, so you try it out, you, you try it for, you know, a couple, th three times you get it. What are you studying during those three times? 
Yeah, so my undergrad was in animal science and okay. agricultural education, and I student taught at Carl Albert right outside of Midwest City. Um, I knew I wanted to go to grad school and get my MBA, mm-hmm. so the last uh, two years in grad school, I was doing Pete, so I got my MBA. Oh, so that probably helped you a lot then, being like you didn't have too much of a full schedule on the student side of things, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had a couple of online classes, a couple of in-person classes, and and I really liked grad school, honestly. I hear a lot of like, oh, grad school, I don't know if that's for me, or like, it's too hard. And I I preferred grad school over undergrad, if I'm being completely honest. I just liked it a lot, yeah. That, uh, so, so you're, you know, you're Pete, everything's, you you study and you're Pete, you kind of know plan direction and you've got like kind of life I guess planned out roughly after you graduate because you, you don't just get an MBA and think eh, you kind of have an idea of what you want to do after right uh, I'd like to think so <laughs> never mind <laughs> uh, yeah I I didn't know you don't really know what's all out there until yeah. you're out there kind of thing you know I I started working for the Myriad Gardens uh, mm-hmm. here in downtown Oklahoma City doing event management um, and, and now I'm doing pharmaceutical sales. So it's like two ends of the spectrum, right. you know? So I, I really like sales. I think it's, it's awesome that I, I'm able to, you know, not be stationed in one desk for eight yeah, hours a day, yeah. but being, you know, going out and talking yeah. to people and moving just kind of like I was doing with Pete, like I was on the, on the move all the time and it's kind of yeah. the same way with this. Yeah. Does that help you with your job? I think it does. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just am always, I always tell people that I do lunches with, with doctors or whatever, with my sales job. I'm like, hey, you got to bear with me because I went from a job where I didn't talk at all. I wasn't even allowed to talk, yeah. you know, as a mascot to now I just talk all the time with the doctors yeah. and stuff. And it's like, bear with me. But I, th- I, I think it kind of prepared me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about like that moment where, you know, you are... You, you you know they say yes you're gonna be pistol Pete like how was that moment what is it like and then you know what do you do I guess first event after yeah. that yeah so it was man it was it was pretty emotional I won't lie um, I at coming from a small town um, you know trying out for things it was it was a position where you got those those things that you tried out for because there was no other option you right. know you're in a small town and it's like okay we need five people on the basketball team like we have five people here that yeah. someone's <laughs> gonna to go do to it, it right yeah. like um but with pete it was like the first thing that i really really wanted that didn't work out in the end mm-hmm. you know and and i thought okay next year i'll try out and maybe it'll happen again and again it was yeah it was a no and to hear the yes on the third year was like it all fell into place and the right timing. And, you know, it was, it was pretty emotional. First event I did was at the OSU alumni center, um, had an event there. It was an auction event and I'll never forget putting that on and going for that 30 minutes. It was great. And then the second event I had was actually back at the FFA convention. (laughs) So yeah, I did an event for a breakfast at the convention on day two and I was supposed to be in the head for 30 minutes and it turned into an hour and a half. So I'm wearing this 45 pound head sitting on my shoulders for an hour and a half and I only thought I had to be in it for 30 minutes. And I remember driving home afterwards 
and not being able to check my blind spot. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I've got to go in the right lane. You know, I, I, yeah. let me just hope that there's no car over in the right lane. It was so different. The feeling of yeah. soreness was, I've never felt anything like that. Does it but, come with like a, does it have like a strap or anything? No or strap. Is it literally it just, just the it head? It sits on your head, shoulders. On the shoulders, sits yeah. sits on your shoulders. It's it's almost like a baseball helmet inside. Okay. Um, and then it sits on your shoulders. So it, it, on here and here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was, yeah. man, my, I think my neck got stronger as the, as the events continued, oh, yeah. but it was, it was a rough night. So what would, it, what would have been first kind of sporting occasion then? First sporting event that yeah. I did as Pete, man, that's tough. Um, I guess it would have been that first football game. That, but yeah, it would have been the fall, right? Yeah, because we try game. out at the end of the semester and then summer happens and then football season happens. Okay. So it would have been that first football game and, um, awesome thing is you know the the new pete jumps off of the gator at, yeah. at the 50 yard line for the first game yeah so i remember going to practice and you know pete's standing up on the back of the gator there's two things to hold hands to and i remember the first time that we were practicing before the game they had it in reverse on accident the gator so <laughs> and i'm thinking that i'm going to pull out of the tunnel right instead it goes back. it goes backwards and i'm like oh my like, yeah. whoa. You got this um, 45 pound yeah. head that's above you that's about you. Know, so I try to grab my, my hands onto the bars, and but I've got one and I'm kind of looking back and then they crank it and drive. So it goes from back to forward really fast. So I'm like hanging like this a <laughs> little bit. I have to readjust myself, you know? And, yeah. But hopping off the gator and shooting the shotgun for the first time at that football game was, man, it was unreal. You know, it's, yeah. it's like that's that's what all the students look at and they see like that's the hype of the right. of the game and stuff and you know being able to do that for the first time is so awesome yeah because everybody's eyes are on you at that point you yeah know, they watch you come out and it's it's part of kicking the game off yeah I, I think it's you know it's cool the fact that even though everyone's eye like they they know it's me under there they still see pete you of know yeah um so like being able to represent that was just super special yeah yeah and then obviously, you know, you know, um, Les, who's Thomas, who's been on the podcast as yeah. well. And he's yeah. hype man and being around him and, and a few Les other is awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's so great. Cause um, he would have been around you quite a bit, right? Yeah. We were around each other a lot on basketball games, uh, football games, um, all those kind of events where Pete was a part of some kind of timeout, you know, yeah. I was in there with him while he was doing the, yeah. the hype man stuff. Did you prefer basketball to football or the other way around? It's a little different. Cause um, basketball, you probably got a little less room. Basketball was a little less room. I got to see things better. Yeah. Um, but it was a little less, less room. Um, so I always had a cameraman yelling at, at, at me, you yeah. know, it, it was almost guaranteed that at least once a game, a cameraman would You're say, Pete, your hat's in the way, you know, yeah. step to the left or, but, but football games, everyone thinks that you have the best seat in the house because you're on the field, you don't see anything. but the perception of, of the yard lines is just way off, you yeah. know, but I think that both of them, you had a lot of fan interaction, mm -hmm. you know, whether it was hopping up in the basketball stands and, and like tossing popcorn into people's mouth during halftime or just, you know, having a kid hand their hat over the, yeah. the, you know, side of the, 
um, bleachers at the football games and, and just signing that and, uh-huh. you know, tossing it back up there. Yeah. Cool. Did you have any really good kind of travel times, travel games and bowl games and stuff like that? Yeah. We, so we split the away games. Okay. So one of us went to the away games, uh, and we both went to the bowl game. So it was super fun. Okay. Um, went and my dad lives in Virginia and I've got a really good friend that, um, went to school at Virginia tech. And one of the bowl games, we played Virginia tech. And uh, it was in Orlando, and I'll, we got the bragging rights after that 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 win. So it yeah. was nice to kind of do that. And my grandpa lives in in that area in Florida and stuff, and got to see him. Yeah. And he came out to the game, and it was cool because, you know, I don't think that um, people outside of the state, you know, realize uh, how important college football is to the state of Oklahoma because oh, yeah. we don't have a professional team. Yeah. You know, we've got the Thunder, and that's basketball, but nothing for football. So mm-hmm. it's a, such a football-heavy state uh, with college. So being able to have them at those yeah. events was super cool. Did you go to the bowl game in New Orleans? Over one? I was at that game. No, I was not uh, there. I was no. at that game, and that was we got trashed yeah, by, by Ole Miss. Miss right? <laughs> yeah, I was at that game as a fan. Yeah, yeah. same. It was not fun it was, at all. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, the game was terrible. We had a really good time. All I there. heard from all the fans was hotty toddy. Oh, yeah. yeah it was just, that was terrible. It was old mess. I mean, that's kind of a home game for them, wasn't it? They weren't, oh, yeah. they weren't as far away as we were. Um, but that must have been really cool to be able to travel and go to games like that. And yeah. and with there being two of you, there's a little less pressure, right? You know, a little less right. time, a little more time, a little less pressure. You're not as kind of strung out, right, through all the events. Yeah, specifically at football games. I mean, at home games, you know, we rotate every quarter, but at away games, you know, we're out there the whole time. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's still really uh, a lot of events, you know, 700 split into two is a yeah. ton, but having that like one extra guy there to help out is super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so you both work the home games then? Yeah, we both work the home okay. games. Okay, because yeah, no one knows who's under there, right? Yeah, kind of... yeah. so we, yeah. Uh, the way to tell the Pete's apart is by the color of bandana they have in their back pocket. So okay. um, I had a white bandana in my back pocket and I was the, that pistol Pete and then the partner had an orange bandana in their okay. back pocket. Yeah, yeah. So. I'll have to look for that next game. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's yeah. really cool. Uh, so... Any like kind of moments that really stand out? I'm sure it must have been some of the. I mean, for, okay. Any moments that stand out from like a sporting side, and then I'll go to the other side. Yeah, I um, had a really cool uh, trip to LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was because of the college football playoffs. They wanted to shoot a video with college mascots inside of the Bachelor Mansion. So. <laughs> It was the day after Bedlam, yeah. and uh, we had 15 mascots meet up in L.A. and filmed a uh, final rose ceremony with four roses for the four football playoff spots. Yeah. So I got to meet a bunch of the different mascots in, uh, in that way, and, and we're all part of this like group me on mm-hmm. our phones, uh, group text message. And there's like 900 mascots from around the U.S. in this group me. It's super <laughs> crazy just scrolling through and seeing the different guys or, or whatever. I can't reveal any names. Oh, of course, but, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, but sporting events were awesome. I think the most embarrassing thing that ever happened whenever I was Pete happened at a sporting event, and uh-huh. my family was there. Uh, we played Pittsburgh in the Steelers Stadium, and Pete has this kind of like, everyone asks, you know, does Pete do any flips? 45 pound head that doesn't strap on your shoulders it would be a disaster but 
we do do this move where you lay the head down and you almost kick your feet up into a headstand. Okay. So I had done this headstand after a touchdown. Yeah. But I looked up and my family had gone to the concession stand and got popcorn. Of course. So I'm like, okay, on the next touchdown, I've got to do it. Yeah. Well, I did, did it again on a part of the field that was sloped for drainage and my feet fell backwards. So I was in a scorpion. Like, it, it looked... <laughs> It looked yeah. like Pete could fit in a cardboard box. It was yeah. like one of those acts, you know, but uh, rolled over real fast, jumped up, and half the people in the stands were like, oh my gosh, are you okay, are you Pete? okay? Yeah. And then half of them were like, oh my gosh, that was awesome. Like, I can't believe he just did that. That was yeah. crazy, you know? He so, just kind of shrugged it off. I was like, yeah, I totally meant to do yeah, that. Yeah, the only people deal. that got a photo was my dad because I told him I was going <laughs> to do it during the game, and he actually got a photo whenever I put the head down. So it's like a yeah. time lapse of like me falling into this scorpion yoga position as Pete. That is yeah. brilliant. Uh, you mentioned Bedlam. What was Bedlam like? And then and what was the Texas game like? Bedlam was Bedlam was rough, but honestly, the coolest game I got to go to was in Norman for Bedlam. My second mm-hmm. year as Pete, we had a shootout of uh, high scoring game, lost by two point conversion. But um, I had a lot of fun, just like being there and it being a great game and yeah. like one of those games that really determined if OU was going to make the playoffs or whatever and. Um, I remember walking in between the student section for OU mm-hmm. and our players bench and how close it was. I mean, probably the width of my, my counter here. Yeah. And it was some, some guys grabbing the Pete head and stuff. And, um, I had saw somebody's debit card, the guy that grabbed my, my, my head, yeah. his debit card was literally sitting there. So I grabbed it and I was like this until he let the head go or whatever, you know, just kind of messing <laughs> just with playing people, around, you know, yeah. like. No harm, no foul, but yeah. it, was, it was super fun. Rivalries, I mean, they're great. Yeah. Was the Texas game good as well? I had my aunt fly in from Ohio for that game. Okay. And we won. It was homecoming, and we won on the last drive, I believe. And my aunt in her 50s jumped over and stormed the field. That's amazing. It, it was awesome. She yeah. had a great time. I mean, people storming the field, I was yeah. like... You know, caught her and she stormed the field, and it was it was yeah. great. So. I uh, I took my, my parents were in town for homecoming last year, and so I got to take my my dad and my brother to homecoming, and they'd nice. never seen anything like it. You know, yeah. they they would they're like, "This is college sports." I'm like, "Yeah, this is college football." Like, yeah, have yeah. a great time. Oh, and they absolutely loved awesome. it. Yeah, uh, I guess for you, that was probably the biggest kind of occasion of the year, right? Like you yeah. you are super busy that day. You know, you're yeah. and you're on the whole day yeah Um, it's it's wild we have you know the fraternity sorties paired together pomping the the nights before mm -hmm. and pete kind of goes around and you know makes visits to all the houses and then we have a photo session and it's it's a long week oh i'm sure it's it's fun busy yeah yeah uh what so tell me about the appearances like obviously you know you being pete and and going and seeing the kids and all i mean like you said, some Pete's have gone to funerals, like what that means. And, yeah. and that's that I'm sure is like the fulfilling side of it. It's great to go out in the stadium yeah. and have 80 plus yeah. thousand fans screaming at you, but seeing what it does to people when you show up, right. As a yeah. surprise. Yeah. That must've been really cool. Yeah. It was cool. I, um, you know, I'll never remember the exact scores of those football oh, games that I go to, yeah. but one event that really sticks out was a, trip that I did to Sky took Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a text message um, from someone that her grandpa was going into hospice in a couple of days and gave me a list of three days 
and said, can you come out and, and make a home visit to him before he goes into hospice? And, um, yeah, the, 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 the two days that were furthest away from that day, I got the text message. I already had events. Mm-hmm. So I picked the day that was closest, which was the next day. So I drove out the next day and I went into the house and that was another event where I hit my head because the ceilings were, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it never ends. Like the no matter how much door? experience, Oh, the head fits through the doorway, but it's standing up yeah. and you forget. And then yeah. you, you, you put a hole in the ceiling, but, <laughs> um, went into the house guy was watching TV. Uh, the, uh, their grandpa was watching TV and you know, he, you could just tell that like, it was kind of a low like mood and pretty, pretty rough day. Um, and then some kids came out of the bedroom and yelled, pistol Pete's here, pistol Pete's here, you know? And we had all gone outside and took some family photos. And in the middle of the photos, he said, this was the last year he'd be watching football, you know, from here. And he, yeah. you know, be watching it from above, uh, in the future years. But that was one of the moments I was glad I had a mask on, you know, a head on kind of emotional. But after the photos, after the kids went inside, we were in the, the, the yard and I just took all my stuff off and and put it away and just talked to him about how him and his wife met at OSU and how OSU had this huge like impact on his life. Mm -hmm. And I spent, you know, 30 minutes just talking to him about his life, which was super awesome. It, it was, you know, events like that in children's hospitals and yeah. um, the weddings and those important days in people's lives that, you know, I'm, I'm going to remember those events forever. And um, turns out the Pete's had kind of a spirit reunion a couple of months later. And um, I was told that the man that I'd seen passed away the next morning. So, wow crazy how that timing worked again you know right yeah. like i went and saw him and to be honest you know if i if i had had another day open there's a chance i would have mm-hmm. went a different day and wouldn't have gotten to have that experience with him and be yeah. able to hear his story and stuff which is that's, that's powerful that's the part, yeah you know, so. hearing hearing the stories and and it makes you appreciate what you do a lot more right you know, because it, it, all the hype and it's busy and you go into games and, you know, you it's work at that point, isn't it? When you go into right. games and stuff. But yeah. when you go and see, like, families and, and stuff like that, yeah. you realize that what you do is really special. Yeah. And the opportunity that you have yeah. to do what you do, is it makes a huge impact. It's on the best it. part. Yeah. It's the best part. That's, that's, By far. that's really, I love that. That's really cool. Um, so going to weddings, going to birthdays, stuff like that. Um I guess you, you, when you said you're not allowed to speak, that must be really tough because you've got people in your ear the whole time and not allowed to say anything. And yeah. I mean, it's nice sometimes to be able to take, if you've got time to hang out, right. to take yeah. off the, you know, because if you walk in with the boots, everyone knows who it is, right? Exactly, exactly. A lot of times I have to sneak in a back doorway and kind of, you know, go into a closet or something to like yeah. get ready for uh the appearance and it's it's a secret a lot of times to the people that i'm there for so i you know have to make sure not to spoil the secret myself yeah you know, so has there been any occasions where i <laughs> you can't shoot the guns inside right. right at a wedding right but has there been any any funny stories or any occasions that uh, has there ever been multiple peats at a at an event or you've gone to an event where there's been people who were, were peats in the past um yes i have been to events where there are peats in the past yeah. there has only been one time when i showed up and 
my partner was at the same event and we ended up actually double scheduling our, our schedules on that same event. And we both showed up. It's like, I don't know if you've ever seen the Spider-Man meme where he's pointing at himself. It's kind of like that meme, <laughs> but like, what are you doing here? You yeah. know? But, um, no, it, it was, you know, there's a lot of events where alumni Peter there, there's been 92 Pete's to this day. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot are active with OSU and yeah. uh, just staying involved. And, you know, you go to a lot of schools and, some schools um, have 10, 12 people that are the mascot each year and they just yeah. rotate events. Um, but to have such a small, almost brotherhood, you know, is like super special. And, yeah. you know, we make sure we stay in contact with each other and, yeah. um, you know, have those reunions. Yeah, because I, I asked the least this. I asked the least if like you kind of have a group or like the, you know, with the, the spirit riders that kind of hang out. And she's like, yeah, we kind of have a Facebook group, but that's it. Yeah. I don't like what you said, you know, you have so many 92 people that you kind of really stay in touch. I'm sure it's nice at the reunions to go and hang out and tell stories of Pete back in the day and what Pete looks like now compared to what he did back, you know, just the differences, right. And Mm -hmm. kind of hang out and talk about those experiences. Yeah. It was a lot different for a lot of the guys that are the judges now, you know, they, they, a lot of them, um, did different types of appearances or, you know, there was something different about the costume. And, yeah. Um, but, you know, everybody's got a couple of those stories that are just like really, really cool stories, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it, it's, it's funny because back in the day, um, I feel like I would have gotten in trouble for some of the stuff that the people <laughs> did back in the day that uh, um, at football games or whatever, some of the stunts they pulled. But, yeah. you know, it, it was all in good fun, you know, and they had their stories. And uh, every Pete thinks that they're the best Pete. Oh, of That's, course, you have to. You have, have to. to have that ego, yeah. right? Yeah. The swagger and everything so that goes it, along with it's, it. It's always fun, you know, going back and forth who can, like, share the craziest story or yeah. whatever, you know. Was, uh, what are the, like, best perks to being Pete for two years? Oh, man. Um we, we got some access to the facilities of the athletes and stuff. So we were considered OSU athletes, but not NCAA athletes. Uh, which uh, is probably the best thing, right? Probably the best thing. Not yeah. having to deal with NCAA yeah. rules. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. So yeah. we got we had access to a lot of the same facilities and training centers and, um, you know, um, educational, you know, mm-hmm. study places, things like that, uh, that, that the uh, other athletes at the school got. Yeah. Um, you know, there was always the, the clothing and stuff like that, but do you get to keep the outfit? So we keep everything except the head, obviously. And then, um, the chaps. Yeah. So I've got my own pair of boots. I've got my own set of spurs. Um, I've got my, my vest from when I was Pete. And then I have a holster that was made by, um, a place in Sand Springs that, Uh that I still have. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was super cool. I always tell, you know, people always ask, what are you going to be for Halloween? Oh, I'll just be Pete. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm the same as I am every year. Right. Yeah. yeah. Has there been any occasions that since you've like kind of handed the head over that there's been occasions like between now and graduation that like you have had opportunities to fill in? Does that happen? Yeah, it happens sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the guys go to bowl games and they're both there and there might be a women's basketball game or a men's basketball uh-huh. game at the same time. And they ask the Pete's that, you know, have already done it to come back and fill in for a game and it's always fun seeing that because that's like something that rarely happens but you know it does sometimes happen so I think 
one of the guys that came back for a game pulled out. He used to use a bull whip, and he had a. And he, you know, it's always like bringing back the glory days of yeah. like, what can I do here? This is my one chance since I've done it. You know, right. what can uh, they do? Fire me? Like, yeah, like <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. I'm coming back as a favor. Exactly. Um, is there anything like that that kind of the that's kind of underrated or people would would have no idea about that that you get or have to do as pistol pete that people just would never guess that you'd have to do or or get something like that i think a lot of it goes back to the weddings i always get especially people that didn't go to osu they're like a mascot at your wedding like what is this you know um so a lot of it is that but i also just don't think that people really see how many events go on. You know, Mm -hmm. they see Pete at those sporting events and that's really a lot of what they see him at and that's about it. But the biggest thing that I think people don't understand is just the history behind Pete. I think the history is so cool. The fact that, and history was my least favorite subject in high school. You know, I couldn't stand it, but you know, the fact that Pete was based off of a real person that actually settled down in Oklahoma uh, and was the actual mascot himself before he passed away mm. is just a lot of people that go to OSU don't even yeah. know that, you know? Yeah. So I think it's a fictional character that right. was that's created just, by the marketing team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so you hadn't like those, those last years that do you guys do anything special for the last game? Oh man. Like to have like your last game or your last event. Is there anything special that, that you guys do? You know, not really, except reminisce how fast it went. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's crazy to put the head on for the last time and take it off is even crazier to take mm-hmm. it off. It's it's almost it's really emotional. Like this is what your life was for two years, one yeah. or two years. And you know, obviously all the guys that were Pete care about it a ton. Um, it wasn't a job. It was, it was a lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know, to take that lifestyle off is so weird. You know, going back to a football game for the first time after I was Pete being in the stands, in the stands. Yeah. I was, you know, I didn't know what to do almost. I was like, man, I, I want to be back down there, you know, yeah. and, and, and be a part of that, that again. But it's, you know, soaking it up is, is just really like emotional when that last time you take it off for the final time you know yeah yeah nothing special like like shooting off six rounds or anything yeah. but you know it's just looking back and just thinking about how fast it went you know do you want to be on the judges panel now have you been on the judges panel yet i have not been on the judges panel yet but i think you have to have a five-year gap in between okay. when you graduate um but i would love to do that yeah in, in a way and i i would love to be able to give back in that way and um just be able to really stay involved with it. Yeah. You know, we, we had a 60 year reunion a couple of years back and, and just seeing the involvement from the guys that were Pete, you know, still being active and they might not even live in Oklahoma anymore, but they come back for these events and stuff. And, yeah. And, you know, just keeping that tradition alive, you know, we, we want to be able to, to stay judges and, mm-hmm. and, 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 be part of that selection process and i would love to do that one day yeah, yeah that would yeah that would be kind of going full circle wouldn't it being on the being the opposite side of the yeah. of the desk kind of 
you know, judging people oh, and man. picking out and knowing yeah. what you felt like in that position. Exactly. And especially yeah. going after it, you know, two or three years in a row to try and get it and then finally get in it. Yeah. Knowing that, look, if you've done that, you know what it takes and see the passion that you had and you can see it in another little kid at that point. Oh, yeah. I look which, back uh, and, and, and remember when I was in those shoes for sure. You yeah. Know, I do have guys that come up and, and, you know, they've tried out a couple of times and I'm like, man, you know, I've been there, you know, just stick it out. And, yeah. and, you know, nothing's, nothing's promised obviously, but, you know, I see a lot of passion for the guys that try mm-hmm. out. People always ask, you know, how many people try out a, a year and the average is about 15, you know, but, um, people always think it would be, you know, hundred, 200, yeah. whatever. But those guys that do try out, man, they are, you know, they're diehard and they want that lifestyle. Right. Know? Yeah. It's totally opposite to being a palm girl, right? Like you got tw- <laughs> and two- the palm girls are great. I know. I but what I'm saying is like, you probably get 200 people who would <laughs> want to be a palm girl rather yeah, than 15 guys who are really passionate yeah. about, not to say that the palm girls aren't passionate about right. it, but just the numbers who, you know, try out for, you know, the palm yeah. girls compare, well, it could be anything really. Yeah. But- their process is, I, I think a three day process. Yeah. Um, you know, compared to where Pete, you know, it's a night processing and find out that night. So those mm-hmm. girls are going home and, and not knowing. Um, but yeah, a lot different of a process. Yeah. Well, mate, that's, uh, I can't, I mean, I, I can't wait to listen to this back and listen to the stories and share these stories to, to the podcast and, and to the Instagram as well with, you know, with people watching the video on, on YouTube or anywhere else. Um, so right now you are, you're in medical sales. Yeah. You live in Oklahoma city. Uh, any plans in the future? What do you got going on this year or next? I guess for next year. Man, there's no. I, I mean, I look back a year from ago from today, and I didn't really like really yeah. see this happening. You know, I I would love to um, maybe maybe do professional mascotting mm-hmm. one day. I don't know. You know, Is Rumble gonna retire anytime soon. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. But you know, I I would love to do something like that. Um, I. Uh, look back at OKC and OKC is a place, um, that I feel is a lot like Stillwater in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways, the people, and, um, it's kind of got a small town feel to it, even though it is a big city for Oklahoma and things like that. But, um, you know, who knows? Who knows? I, I love, um, crafting and, and making things and I'd love to own my own business one day with that. Um, who knows, Mm -hmm. who knows what'll happen, but yeah, yeah, I had a lot of a lot of great memories um, at OSU. I actually I pulled this book out of my my closet. One of the coolest professors that I ever had um, gave me this book and wrote a note. Um, long story short, when Frank Eaton was still alive, he had donated a bunch of his autobiographies uh, to OSU. And this is his autobiography. And my professor was a student at the time and paid to keep this book. And he wrote me a letter after taking his class and said that he felt like somebody that was Pistol Pete should have the book. Um, And it's actually signed by Frank Eaton in here. Yeah. Um, But uh, super cool. Just, you know, his actual handwriting and stuff. And just having that, but that, that, that history of it and him, him giving me that, uh, Dr. Dr. Jade, Dr. Joplin was super cool. Um, but I don't, I don't know what the future holds. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, that's the beauty about it. Yeah, it is right? the beauty about it. Yeah. yeah. It is. I think we share the same kind of ideas on stuff like that. Like I, 
I'm not someone who plans. I mean, I'm a Welsh guy who hosts a podcast about <laughs> Oklahoma, as you can tell. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, just having just the ability to think, you know, whatever opportunity comes, uh, you know, I got, I have the chance to take whatever way I want to go. Yeah. Right? It's that kind of nice way to freedom yeah. and, and, you know, you can always get a job somewhere, but right. um, yeah, mate, thanks for coming on the podcast. Right. Uh, for yeah. For everyone listening, how can they, how can they follow you? How can they ask you questions about yeah. potentially being Pete in the future? You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Probably the best way is TikTok. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, Steven's I, I goes viral on TikTok. Uh, Not yet. I, I've got Instagram, uh, Steven with a V, Vaconi, V-E-K-O-N-Y. Uh, I'd love to answer any questions and, and meet yeah. whoever, whoever wants to know about PE. Yeah. Awesome. Well, mate, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and reaching out. Thanks for uh, having me. For everyone listening, I'll post the, the link to Steven's Instagram in the description down below. And uh, if there's any, you know, kids out there listening or parents who want their kids to go to OSU and become Pete, uh, reach out because I'm sure you're going to have a lot of lifelong memories, build amazing relationships and, and become part of the brotherhood that's, you know, 90 plus people, right? Go Pokes. Yeah. That's right. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. This podcast was presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who've been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com and definitely on Instagram at oklahomahof. Catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.